Want to discover how much money your email marketing can actually bring you? If that's the case, let our team of email marketing experts show you how. With our free email marketing audit, we'll conduct a comprehensive analysis of your email marketing efforts, provide you with action plan, and show you how to effectively segment and convert your audience. Simply go to flowium.com slash audit and book your audit today. Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Floium. It's time to start honoring your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here, you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Floium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flowium Podcast. I'm your host, Vera Sadluck. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, Cassidy. Cassidy is our client services director here at Flowium, but also she is a very talented email marketeer herself. Say hi, Cassidy. Hello. Oh, we're so excited to have you. Cassidy is just like one of us, one of email marketing nerds. And for those of you who don't know, Flowium is one of the fastest growing email marketing agencies in the world. And we specialize in delivering the right message to the right person at the right moment. That's how we like to put it here at Flowium. And today, Cassidy will help us to figure out what are the most common abandonment cart mistakes that you guys want to fix before Black Friday, Cyber Monday, because this mistakes probably cost you thousands. Cassidy, are you excited about it? Yes, I am excited. But before we go there, before we go to all of the juicy stuff, all of the serious stuff, let's do a little this or that kind of questions. Like just like blitz Q&A to get to know you better, okay? Okay, sounds good. Let's do this. Okay, Cassidy, so texting or calling? Calling, definitely. I absolutely hate texting. What? In fact, if you text me, <laughs> I know, I hate it. <laughs> If you text me, I probably uh, will take about six hours to respond to you. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. It's like very, very like 90s of you, you know? (laughs) Or like the 90s 90s kids. Um, (laughs) Online shopping or offline shopping? Offline shopping because I like to touch and feel. I know! That's for those of you who don't know you guys. I mean, Cassidy is in her 30s, um, in her early 30s. So that's just um, unexpected to hear all of this. I really, well, yeah, I like both. Actually, to tell you the truth, I do like both. If I really need something, I order online. But if I'm enjoying shopping, I like to be able to touch and feel everything. So, okay, I'm really curious about the next one. If you had (laughs) an option to choose to live in 1969 or in 2069, what would you choose? Oh, definitely 1969. <laughs> it looked way more fun back then. Oh, gosh. Uh, this episode kind of have a theme now, right? Like back back to the beginnings. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cake or pie? Pie. I love yeah. pie. Yeah. yeah. See, you, I'm you, an old you lady, sound, right? You sound like a pie kind of person to me. <laughs> gummy worms or gummy bears? Neither. Chocolate all the way. <laughs> yay yay okay the last one but i'm really curious to hear what you think about it so if there was like a theme song playing every time you entered the room 
what would that be? Oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> uh, total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. <laughs> that's a good one. No, I like it. I mean, it's it's a it's cheesy. a good one. It's a good cheesy. one. Cheesy, cheesy, but a good one. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Cassidy. So that was a bit of a warm up, but now we can discuss all of the juicy email marketing stuff. So abandonment card emails you have like a lot of clients i do have a lot of clients and very often they come to us with like some email life cycles in place already and i've noticed like key some like key mistakes that they are making and i'm sure you have too but i'll probably start because mine is kind of like a, an obvious one but a big one too so very often when we start working with different accounts believe it or not people don't have an abandonment card sequence in place or just have one email and i think this is like definitely a mistake that costs you thousands or like hundreds oh, of sure. thousands of dollars for sure because i mean here are some heartbreaking numbers and i'm sure you guys maybe some of you've heard them before maybe some of you haven't but research suggests that actually between 47 and 72 percent of consumers they experience checkout friction while shopping online and 47 to 72 percent of people actually abandon the purchase in the process of the purchasing i mean when i'm like reading these numbers out loud 47 to 72 percent right yeah. It, I mean, it hurts, right? To hear this numbers. It's, it's just, it's so just much crazy. effort to get them there. So, right. Yeah. Right. So much money, so much effort, so much like thought usually people put in the, into the like conversion and everything. And then 72% of those people were like, eh, I'm not sure if I want to do that. And they abandoned the card in, in the process. Well, the good part is that actually you can recover a big portion of that emails. And I have this numbers. They were actually from 2019, uh, holiday season. I'm sure these numbers are even higher now, but during the 2019 holiday season, approximately $8.6 billion were lost in e-commerce sales due to checkout cart abandonment. $8.6 freaking billion. Can you imagine? So I mean, sad. <laughs> yeah, and especially it's like around the holiday season, right? It doesn't mean, though, that you, you have to admit the defeat. The good news is that even though a lot of people abandon their cards, you can still... Basically, you can't eliminate the card abandonment completely, entirely, but you can minimize the likelihood of it happening. And email marketing is your like secret weapon when it comes to checkout uh, abandonment recovery. Well, the common mistake that we've, that we've seen... In the industry is that some people only have like one email one email that is sent like an hour later saying like hey you forgot something in your checkout come back come back and, and purchase it well that's a that's a big missed opportunity because you can upsell things in email number two and three of the sequence you can also provide the discount code but also sometimes mm -hmm. people do need more time to research stuff right so not having an abandonment card sequence or having just one email is pretty much leaving money on the table, especially around the holidays. Well, when people tend to compare different options, they tend to go to one website, then they go to like a competitor and they like check different options. And then they maybe like forgot about you. And then you come back to their inbox with like a cute little reminder. So definitely, definitely have at least three emails in your abandonment email card sequence. What do you think 
Cassidy of this one. Absolutely. And I think that you've mentioned that they need to be a cute little reminder. That's also really important. Make sure yeah, it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to feel like a stalker, you know what right. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Especially people get creeped out and let me know if it's the same with like your clients, but like browse abandonment is the one yes. that creeps people out the most because You've for those of you browsing our site, right? <laughs> for those of you guys who don't have this sequence in place, browse abandonment is another excellent um, mm-hmm. email automation to have around the holiday and like in gen- generally speaking. So basically it's, it's like similar to abandonment card, but basically the browse abandonment it happens even before you place something into the cart so you go to the website you check out a few products and then um like few minutes after that or like an hour after that you get an email saying like hey thank you for checking us out Uh, here's an offer or something like that but these emails they can really really creep people out but they are still one of the biggest money generators for most of my accounts Mm -hmm. i mean yeah it's Definitely browse cool and abandon for sure. Yeah, you just want to make sure that that tone is is in a non non creeper way. So <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Okay, Cassidy, what's what's your sort of like right. mistake that you've noticed? In yeah, the yeah, failing to consider the order value. So mm-hmm. uh, keeping with that theme of personalizing your abandoned cart emails, mm-hmm. uh, you want to consider distinguishing between customers that maybe just pick up an item or two or those who leave behind a big purchase. So these are two yeah, very different types of customers. So when it comes to segmenting by cart value, uh, you want to offer those big spenders an exciting deal or discount. And, and this is going to incentivize them to complete that significant transaction while smaller purchases you might want to consider uh, adding more of a minor discount or maybe mm-hmm. even just rewards points. So That's if deals, one. yeah, so if deals for small purchases aren't an ideal option for your business, you can choose to simply send the standard, your cart is about to expire message. So don't feel <laughs> like you always need to add a discount for every single uh, offer. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to your high rolling customers, these are the ones that are willing to spend a little bit more money with you. You want to treat these people very differently, right? They're, they're your special, special customers. So mm-hmm. consider offering them a little bit more time to think about their potential purchase. So consider delaying that initial email by a day versus say a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, you might even consider offering a higher discount because the value of their car is a lot higher than their average order value. Mm. So here's an example. This is from one of our clients who was selling furniture. So we had a client that asked us if we could set up an email with a sales call for the customers when that order value was above a certain amount. Yeah. And this Yeah. And this gave the the company an opportunity to personally speak with the potential customer and offer that white glove service to them. But certainly this wouldn't make sense for all of the abandoned cart emails. So segmenting (laughs) is super important, right? (laughs) Of course. I mean, if you're selling socks, it's probably a bad idea to to have a customer representative (laughs) who would call you every time you're leaving the the cart. But this guy's that Cassidy is talking about. Creepy. (laughs) About those socks. Do you want those socks? definition of the creepy <laughs> these guys that Cassidy mentioned in, in the example they were actually selling like a pretty expensive furniture so like, like yeah. $7,000 couch yeah you kind of expect a bit of a different service and in that case you also might need 
just like you Casti said, like more time to 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 consider whether or not you want to purchase or like to place the order. You need more time to research, mm-hmm. more time to decide because like spending 20 bucks on the socks and spending five grand on a couch is like not not the same, you know what we yeah, mean? Yeah, it's a different game. Yeah, exactly. So game. yeah, so definitely um yeah, consider changing those time delays depending on the value of the cart. Mm-hmm. Um another thing that I see is make sure that you don't offer these special discounts uh, more than once every month or two. Mm -hmm. So you don't want people to get accustomed to getting these discounts all the time and intentionally abandoning their cart in the hopes of getting some kind of free offer. Oh, I Um, do that all the time. (laughs) I think we notice it more (laughs) now that we work in email, but (laughs) yeah. No, I, I, I abandon my cart. Like I never purchase stuff without like abandoning the card and like waiting for like up to four hours because in the (laughs) hope of receiving some sort of discount you know it's like worth trying but I like that you said that like having that once a month kind of filter and it's really Mm -hmm. easy to do in Clavio too right Right. you just like literally add the filter so yeah yeah I abuse it all the time I know it's very (laughs) bad of me but what you're the worst consumer (laughs) actually i'm like i'm not as that even though like i understand all of these tricks i understand how marketing work right it still gets me every time so (laughs) right yeah i get so excited when i see the discount i'm like whoa that's an opportunity to save money i don't even think that i could have not spend those money at all in the first place or they're going to send you a higher one in a week (laughs) or something right yeah i know yeah and i mean that's definitely failing to consider an order value in the abandoned cart is a big one and i feel like people don't necessarily personalize their emails Mm -hmm. usually and that's a bad practice to to have one size fits all kind of emails the more advanced you are um, as a brand, the more advanced you are as a email marketer, the more sort of like segments and personalization mm-hmm. you can add to your strategy. Yep. Getting the timing down wrong, that's a big one as well. And a card recovery email strategy is definitely different for different brands, right? Like we just discussed, the abandonment card strategy for socks business will be very different than abandonment card strategy for the furniture business yet as a general rule of thumb if we're talking about like most businesses usually the sequence that we recommend to have is a minimum sequence of three emails and email number one is your basically like a reminder and the primary focus of that first email is to remind your customers that they abandoned their card and we do not necessarily recommend giving the discount right away in email number one. We don't want to, uh, you don't want to train your customers to expect some sort of mm-hmm. discounts from you all the time, right? But kicking off with the first email and that's like a good place to, to start with that email is like an hour after they've placed something into the cart. It's very typical for customers um, to browse your competitor websites before ba- buying mm-hmm. any product. In fact, I found this number that about 85% of online customers or like people who purchase things, not physically, but like online, they conduct some sort of like research before making an online purchase, 85%, which means that sometimes they place something into the cart and they need to go and do their research and come back to your cart. And it's a natural that after the first few online stores, the customer may not 
might even remember your product or your brand. And that's why about one hour from the time of the cart abandonment hits, it's like a sweet spot for that email, right? Then we recommend to have um, to, to follow with the second email. And the second email is the classic crowd pleaser, because <laughs> usually it's a discount email. And I mean, of course, if it fits into your email marketing strategy, because as Cassidy mentioned, incentive does not necessarily mean the discount. But this email is the one that we recommend usually for hardcore selling. And it can be a nice uh, place for the incentive to create or to create a sense of urgency uh, with words. And we usually recommend about 24 hours from the time of the cart abandonment is the best time to send this email. Of course, you can always like A-B test this different time delays. And sometimes I, I remember one time for my client who was selling like serums for like eyebrows and eyelashes, we tested out two different time delays and two hour time delay purchased uh, performed better than one hour time delay mm. for the first email which was very mm. like surprising so that's something that you can always a b test and um and the same is can be done with like second email the third email and here we sort of like have two approaches the third email can be either sent 24 hours after that like to remind about the discount code if they haven't used that and that's something that we normally do with most of our brands or if you don't want to go like too too aggressively with your discounts you can also instead of sending it 24 hours later you can send it maybe like five days later right and instead of just trying to sell the abandoned product you can also maybe showcase some like similar products or related products that the customer may like so for example if they express the interest in this like particular white t-shirt chances are they might be interested in like black t-shirt and maybe you can recommend some like jeans as well that go well with that with a t-shirt you know so instead of treating this email as the last email of the cart recovery strategy you can treat it more as the first of many lead nurturing emails that will finally or hopefully result in sale so getting the timing down wrong is a very big problem and you still guys probably have enough time to test out different time delays i mean we're recording this podcast today is what beginning of october uh, you still have like two to three weeks be before that high high season starts so that's like a good time to test out different things so you have the perfect strategy for black friday cyber monday because that's when uh when the strategy should shine basically <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah what's your experience with time delays um cassidy like what's what's your take on that do you think one hour is too early or do, do you usually start from like two hours or like one hour what's your typical typical thinking when it comes to I think a, yeah I mean I think a dark generally around a one to two hours is good mm -hmm. I mean you kind of have to consider you really have to consider more the product is this a product where people are going to need to be shopping uh, and comparing lots if it's a larger mm -hmm. product it might take them a little bit uh, longer uh, they might be looking at lots of different uh different uh, products yeah. so uh, from different brands but if it's a, a quick product um, they might just have gotten distracted so maybe a shorter time delay for something smaller right right and i mean just like we discussed 
the incentive, it doesn't have to be um, the discount code. In fact, one of the most popular reasons why people abandon their cart is actually the shipping cost. So, and I know that because I'm like one of those people, even if I spend like, I don't know, I can spend like 50 bucks on Uber Eats, but when I have to pay like $3 <laughs> for shipping, <laughs> hell no, you know, it's like, I just like don't like paying for shipping. And that's, I know. That's the, yeah. the popular, popular Priorities. reason why, mm-hmm, popular reason why people abandon their yeah. cards, right? Yeah. 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 So offering free shipping can also be something that can be a really uh, good incentive. So, and by the way, December 14 is the national free shipping day yes. uh, for those of you who started planning for like December. And I remember last, last year I have this client who always offers free shipping, mm-hmm. like always, yep, it's like a year, mm-hmm. year round thing. But then on December 14, we were like, hey, we are offering happy free shipping day to you. Free shipping (laughs) on all of your orders. And that email, it was like one of the best (laughs) revenue emails for the entire Q4. So that's hilarious. It's just like interesting. People don't like paying for their shipment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the the truth is, is a lot of consumers don't necessarily remember (laughs) that the company always offers free shipping. It's not really something top of mind. So yeah, yeah, you can definitely advertise that you always give free shipping and they'll probably still be going to be really excited about it. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So another common abandoned cart mistake that I have found is not having mobile optimized designs. (laughs) This is kind of a common, yeah, Mm -hmm. this is common across all different kinds of flows, um, but particularly an issue in the abandoned cart flow. So did you know that 72% of customers between the ages of 18 and 64 now check their emails on a smartphone device? I think we probably Everyone all know that. Cassidy, probably, right? <laughs> <Except> me, yeah. <laughs> you need a good old mall to, to get your... A mall. <laughs> a mall to get your shopping done, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, so it's super important. If you're not designing your emails for mobile devices, you are compromising the experience for a sizable chunk of your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at least just make sure that your images are rendering correctly. So you'll want to look at how how they appear in that mobile view. You want to make sure that your call to action is easy to push. So don't make it too small. And uh, yeah, and that your copy is easily readable on small screens. So you don't want people to have to be, you know, an inch away from their phone to read your abandoned cart email. Another thing to keep in mind is make sure that you stick to that single column layout. So I'm sure, think back, have you, I think we've all probably been on a website or opened an email where (laughs) there's multiple columns and you're reading like, you know, back and forth of one sentence on one side of the column. Yeah, it looks really bad. It's so inconvenient, especially on the mobile device, right? It's like on desktop, it's okay. Although I'm not a fan of those either but on mobile devices it's it's a big problem i'd say yeah yeah for sure um another thing to uh remember i think this kind of goes without saying but you use large enough font (laughs) make sure that people Mm -hmm. can read it and uh, make sure that your call to action button is uh, large and clear and keep the color in contrast to your background. So make it really stand out, make it easy for them to take that action, which you want them to take. 
And actually, when you mentioned that, I remember we had the episode uh, with one girl who's uh, creating emails for people who have some like vision issues and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and apparently red and green are the worst colors to use for your CTA because colorblind people mm -hmm. do not necessarily can see red or green uh, right. colors and like And also it's a terrible color for uh, your main font, right? Because like some portion of people will not be able to read it. And now when I said it, I think about all of those like Christmas themed emails that are like yeah. primarily red and green, you know, it's like right. the color. But that's, like, that's an yeah. interesting, interesting, it is an interesting point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it might be surprising too how many people might are are, are colorblind. I don't remember yeah. the statistic off the top of my mind, but I think it is actually quite a quite a large amount of people. So, mm -hmm. so definitely consider consider <laughs> using something different, and and yeah, definitely do something that have like a higher contrast, especially for the CTA portion. That's that's a good thing to consider as well. Cool. Okay. So that was more like a design sort of like recommendation. Uh, but let's go back to the incentive. We kind of covered it already, but not offering an, an incentive, on my opinion, is a big, big problem that you can that can easily be fixed in your um, emails, right? So personalization and limited time discounts, It's a timeless strategy for creating a sense of urgency and increasing the conversion. After all, we all love a good bargain. We all love a good discount. And also the added benefit of offering a coupon code to the abandonment card shoppers is that it doesn't actually reduce the value of your brand up front. So you're not like giving them the discount right away in email number one or like even before the email, you don't like discount the product right away, but more you're only discounted it to people with like a higher intent of purchase. It's also worth pointing out that offering discount code to repeat uh, cart abandoners can actually work against you. Just like mm -hmm. uh, Cassidy mentioned previously, we do not recommend to give the discount too, too often. You don't want to train your customers to expect the discount codes from you. Even though as a customer, I love that. I always abuse <laughs> this like uh, <laughs> disc abandonment card discount thing. Yeah, I mean, sometimes offering too, too many discounts can actually work against you. And also, I mean, um, don't forget about the cross-sell. Cross-sell is also a great opportunity of giving similar offerings to what client originally wanted. It can actually be a good strategy as well. And just like we discussed earlier, incentive It doesn't necessarily have to be a discount code. You can offer free shipping. You can offer bundles, maybe like exclusive bundles, mm -hmm. especially around the holidays. It's sort of like a big theme, right? Yeah. To purchase like a bundle of two products. So you can give uh, one product to your mom and another one to your sister or something like that. Bundles are a big one. Some of our clients, and I absolutely love this strategy. We're just like discussing it with our colleagues before that. One of our clients every year around the holidays they have this like exclusive paper wrap or like packaging for the products so wrapping paper yeah so they have this like exclusive ra wrapping paper that they can add to your order if you buy the order within that holiday time frame you know so yeah, yeah not necessarily a 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, like not necessarily uh, um, uh, offering an, a discount, but some kind of freebie or something that you have in stock that you can add on to um, on, add on to the purchase. If you have like a surplus of supply of something, you can always throw those in um, in these emails. Yeah, freebie is actually a good idea. And sometimes you have just like inventory that you want to move around, right? Or right. sometimes you want you have like some products that have to be sold by the end of the year or something like that. So that's a good way to either sell them as bundle or just like add them as a freebie, just like you guessed the said. But not offering an incentive, especially around the holidays when you're like competing for attention mm-hmm. with like thousands of other brands, uh, it actually might be working against you, not offering the um the an incentive um so that's pretty much our five tips um short and sweet so we have not having an abandonment card sequence it's a big big problem the second one was failing to consider order value the third mistake that we're seeing all across the industry is getting the timing down wrong not having mobile optimized designs and oh my god I cannot tell you how many times we've seen this like emails coming into our inboxes. So definitely not be one of those brands with two columns in the abandonment card <laughs> email. And number five, not offering an incentive. Tip number six will be more like a bonus tip um, is that use dynamic links in your logo. Like use dynamic links in your logo, use dynamic links ideally in your like hero image if you're not doing that yet. And of course, include the dynamic product blocked into the abandonment cart sequence. That's an obvious one, but you'd be surprised how many times customers are forgetting to do that. So yeah, so that's that's your tips. How was it, Cassidy? It was fun. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, super fun. And you were like so nervous about it. I I told you it's going to be amazing. (laughs) I told you it's going to be fun. Yeah, we loved having you here, Cassidy. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. it's a, it's a busy time of the year for us. And I mean, I hope you guys learned something new. We had a lot of fun recording this podcast. I, I hope you had a lot of fun listening to this podcast. And of course, as always, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your with your e-commerce friends, with your family, with your loved ones. No, seriously, we just <laughs> we just love having good crowd listening to our podcast. We love to hear your feedback. We love to hear your questions. We love to hear back from you. And if you guys still working on your uh, email marketing strategy for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, go to flowium.com slash holiday and check out the Flowium uh, email marketing holiday guide that we have put together for you guys. It's a book that our CEO wrote, but he put a lot of thought and research into it. And we shared like a lot of our strategies there as well. That's a good book. If you guys haven't checked it yet, you should definitely do that now before the holiday starts. So thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Cassidy, for coming. It was so much fun having you here. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Email Einstein. Can you feel that? Your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales. Because great emails equals revenue squared. Just in 2022, we help our e-commerce client generate over 250 millions in revenue through effective email marketing strategy. And now we can help you too. Stop missing out on the potential revenue your email could 
be generating for your business right now. Take advantage of our free email marketing audit today and let our team help you optimize your email for maximum conversion. Go to florium.com slash audit and book your audit today. It's flowium.com slash a-U-D-I-T, flown.com slash audit.